Agutu Vokra Boisai. Lilu Nishmas Imi Murasi Rusbas Mordechai. And by Mayor Selig, Mazel Tov to my parents, Avr Moshe ben Chanoch Mordechai and Tamara Bas Uri. I think it is, on their 62nd and wedding anniversary. Before Shlema to my mother, Tamara Basara, recovering from a broken leg. Before Shlema. Our boy said, here's the good news. We're a little late tonight. I had a, it's a, we're starting a brand new sugya. The sugya of Chaninos Gana Koyhanim. It's a seven-day sugya of Tuma. It's going to be an amazing sugya. Raboy said, please stick with it. It's going to be beneficial for the rest of your life, for the rest of Shas. And we have with us here tonight, Gary Ben Moshe, who's working, trying to make Zoom a little bit better, sound quality a little better. So we're going to skip the emails. We're going to go straight into the sugya. Actually, you know what? There's one, there's one poem here. If a Hasidic young man writes a poem, you got to read it. That's the way it works. And he wrote it, Rishchodesh Kislev. It's already like 20 days into Kislev. So let me just read it real quickly and we'll, we'll jump into the sugya. A perfect time of the year, Rishchodesh Kislev, a month of light, light shining everywhere. By the way, I'm not a, this is like the first time I'm reading a poem, so don't. Taking the moment to share our thoughts on those who line up our ways, fill the universe with a glow that sparks and sends off rays. What a way to start each brand new day with an eight-minute daft to tell your way life has no meaning for me ever since I started Reb Eli Shurim so enthusiastically. This is from Yisrael Goldstein, if you haven't figured it out. The captivating, it's captivating, it's enjoyable for everyone, conveniently located in the office or on the run. I've never been so excited as now. Don't know how you do it, how. Hours of your precious time spent preparing up nights, the wisdom of the Torah you keep sharing, it's people like you who make the world a better place. You put a smile on your Talmudim's face. We have created a special bond, connecting people from around the world so fond. Such achtos and unity being built together. All cultures so beautiful, intertwined, working for the better. I'm jealous of your reward after 120, fulfilling people's lives. has been deprived and empty. 20 and empty. Rhymes. No thank yous are enough to express my appreciation for all that you do for the Klal. Take this as a standing ovation from a forever in debt fan of yours. So, I believe that we've gone through what? What is this? Yishkoyach, um, Gary, Gary, Gary Ben Moshe Raboisai. If he can't unmute himself and make some noise, he'll make sure to do it in a different way. So anyways, we're going through this COVID, and with COVID, we could have an appreciation somewhat of what Klai Yisrael went through or dealt with on a daily basis in the time of the Migdosh and even after. They used to live Tumen Taira, live it. If you were Tomei, you were in quarantine, it took you seven days, you know, they had different things until you got out. So it's a muscle to what, to, but they lived it. To us, it's such an abstract thing. Tumatira, we don't care. But they did care. It meant a lot to them. And if you touch something, that thing became tummy, you had to put in the mikvah, and if you, you couldn't eat it, and what do you do? Tumatira. It's a way of life. So Rabbi Yisai, Mashiach is coming soon. We got to know these halachas for when he comes. Important stuff. 
So this, our, this whole year was just a Hagdama to Mashiach coming, really. To get us used to distancing, social distancing, etc. So let me show you real quickly the upgraded chart for Tuma. Top of the line, the worst Tuma possible is a via voice Tuma, it's a dead body. Human body. Avia Voisatuma. So this corpse right over here equals Avia Voisatuma. Next in line is Avatuma. It goes down one. Now, as you know, if something that's Tame touches something else, it loses its strength. And it keeps on going down. So if you look at this chart, the top one is Avia Voisatuma. The second one is Avatuma. And then it becomes very simple. If an Avatuma touches something, it becomes a Risha, and a Risha touches something, it becomes a Shani. A shani that touches something becomes a shlishi. A shlishi that touches something becomes a revi. A revi that touches something becomes a chamishi. Some of you are asking, oh, what's a chamishi? We're not really going to get to a chamishi and a revi, but it's possible, a paraduma. So let, let's just talk for a second what's going on here. First one, avi avaisa tuma, dead body. Touches a human being, this little guy. Is, is, it, is the sheet a work in progress? Like you'll take comments to upgrade or change a sheet? Or? Why not? I, I, When it's important, we're going to go bigger. This is just a, you can't put bigger because this is the largest sheet you could get. So if you want to go bigger, then I'm going to need two sheets. I, like, it doesn't fit. This is what fits on this sheet. But let's say coming up, when we have a sugya, it's going to be like this. Then you'll understand it better. I'm just giving a, a overrun akdom over here, real quickly. I understand you don't see it that well, but it's fine. There's a dead person who touches a human being. That human being becomes an avatuma. What else is avatuma? A sheretz. A dead sheretz. A dead mouse is avatuma. So they have equal. So you have a dead person that touches a human being. That human being has the same diagram of tumah as the sheretz. For, for the most part. If these two guys touch a vessel, a kli, or another person, that kli becomes a rishon. If this rishon kli touches a food, it becomes a sheni. Atful Yaim, we're going to be discussing this guy today. Atful Yaim is somebody who was Tame, who went to the mikvah. So for the most part, his Tumah goes away, but he has to wait until sunset. Until sunset, he has Allah of Hashani, and that is if he touches Truma, this apple is not a regular apple, it's Truma, or Kachim, he has the, the ability to make them a Shlishi. Shlishi actually equals Pasal. Pasal means that it's not, it's not strong enough to make anything else tummy. It's possible. Now, this food has the ability to make kachim tame to revi, and the kachim can make, and then, and then the next step is a paraduma. Not going to go there at all. So, yeah, Baruch Hashem, they know. It's chanino zgana kuyahanam sugya. Says the Mishnah, tapa yudalar amadal. The next few days is kind of simple. We might have a, a little bit more of a difficult day in the, in, in the middle somewhere. But right now it's all easy stuff. Rebbe Chanino, Zgan Koyin, just to Zgan Koyin. He's not the Koyin Gadol, he's second in command. He's like the vice president. So Rebbe Chanino, Zgan Koyin, says, Mimeyem shel Koyhanim, Loinimnu melisroif es habosor shenitmo, bivladatumo. Im habosor, let me see. Oh, I was smart. I did, did do it. Okay. I, did, I made some corrections today. 
So Rabbi Yisai, here, you like this guy? You recognize him? The bobblehead? Okay. You like him? What's going on here? The mission is telling us that they allowed to burn in a fire these two pieces of meat, even though they have different levels of tumah. One is stronger than the other. So in the fire pit, they touch each other. And that's okay, says the Mishnah. What's, what's the case? The case is you have an av hatuma. So going back to this chart, if you remember, just, you have avia voice hatuma. we're not talking about that. We're talking about av hatuma, a dead mouse. A dead mouse is an av hatuma who touches a person. What does that person become? One level less becomes a rishon, otherwise known as vladatuma. Okay, so this vladatuma guy, this bobblehead guy, he's real. He's not a piece of stick. He's a real person, a cartoon that touches a piece of meat. What happens when a rishon touches a piece of meat? The piece of meat goes down one level below rishon to a shani. So they allowed me to burn this shiny piece of steak, which is, by the way, kachim. We're dealing with kachim here. What's kachim? A carbon in the base Hamikdash. This piece of meat, which is a shiny. That, that another piece of meat touched a sheretz. This piece of meat is a rishon. They allowed me to take the two pieces of meat and throw them into the fire and burn and, and, and get rid of them. Now what's the big deal here? Let's think about it. What's the worst case scenario here? That this Rishon touches this Shani meat. What happens if a Rishon touches a Shani? It becomes a Shani. So nothing happened. What, what's the big deal? The Gemara is going to ask that question. It's already a Shani. So if a Shani touches a Rishon, the most the Rishon could do to something else is create another Rishon. Even that we're not sure that one food can make another piece of food tummy. But let's say it could, so the Rishon will make the next food a level below it. A Rishon makes the next food a Shani. So of course you could take a piece of meat that's a Shani and throw it into the oven with a piece of meat that's a Rishon. That's Allah number one in the Mishnah. Who said that? Hanina Zgana Kiyana. But what's his Lashon? Did I read all the words just in case I didn't? Even though you are adding Tuma, you're making the Shani more Tame by touching the Rishon. The Gemara is going to ask why. And the Gemara is actually going to go away from this case. It's not this case. Says Rabbi Kiva, based on what you're telling me, Rabbi Hanin is going to Koyanim, there's another case. Now we're not talking about Kachim, we're talking about Truma. Truma, oil, olive oil. Again, Tvul Yoim is an individual. It could also be a woman, let's say, after she gave birth. Let's say a woman gave birth, and she goes to the mikvah, but she doesn't become tar completely. It's a big chiddush that she gave birth to a girl. 
until day 81. She could be a Tfilyayim for months. Let's talk about another guy, any guy. You have uh, anybody that became Tomei, goes to the mikvah, he comes out of the mikvah, he's tar, for the most part, 90% of his body is tar, he just has to wait until sundown, after shkia, after tzais, whatever it is, he becomes tar completely, but at that point, from the time he went to the mikvah, until sunset, he is a tful yaim, and he makes anything he touches a shlishi. He's like a sheni, okay, he's like, this is the raisa. So he's a sheni, and if he touches something, that something becomes a shlishi. Which, in other words, what is a shlishi called? Puzzle. He makes things puzzle. They don't have the ability to make other things tame, but they themselves, you can't eat them. Says Rabbi Akiva. So let's see the picture. <clears throat> Here's a fake bobblehead. This is an imitation bobblehead. You have a tvulyayim. This guy's a tvulyayim. He's like a shani. He touches this oil. This oil becomes a shlishi. Shlishi and puzzle. Says Rabbi Kiva, if I have an avatuma, meaning that was nitma b'meis, there's two avatumas, we said. We have a sheretz that dies and touches a person, and we have a human being that touches a dead person. Says Rabbi Kiva, if you look at the Lushan here, he says, I'm not talking about this avatuma over here. I'm specifically talking about the human being that touched a dead person avatuma. It's different. The Gemara is going to explain why it's different. It has a big chiddush to it. So this avatuma guy that touched a dead person, this avatuma guy touches a ner, a candle. You see? Made out of, let's say, earthenware. What does this earthenware become? An av that touches something else, it becomes a reshine. So now I could take the oil that was touched by its full yom and it turned into a shlishi and pour shlishi into a reshine. Okay? Now that's a pretty big chiddush, right? If we just learn it as is. Big chiddush, why? Because... The Rishon will make the Shlishi into a Shani. If this oil touches this, this oil becomes a Shani. It was a Shlishi. It's going to go up a level. A Shlishi that touches a Rishon becomes a Shani. or go up a level. It's not a problem, even though you're adding a level of Tuma. You took it from a a third degree tumma to a second degree. Oh my Rabbi Meir, I just realized that in, in English it's the opposite, like a third degree burn. Isn't the first degree burn less than a third? Okay, whatever. Says the Gemara, Now what does this have to do with, with Msechtas Psachim? Why are we talking about tumma? Says Rabbi Meir, I'll tell you what. Midivreim lamadnu shesorfim truma tahoira What's going on? It's Ere Pesach. The Kayin who received a lot of truma as a gift from Yisrael. He went ahead and he made bagels and donuts and all that stuff. Some of it 
remained tar. He was very careful. He didn't let any people touch his, his stuff, so it was tar. And some of it is tummy. Says Rabbi Meir, I could go ahead. I'm burning chametz anyway. And I have to burn all my bagels and my, and my, and my donuts. So I'm going to take all the tummy stuff and throw it into the pile with the tar stuff. And in doing so, I am making my tahar chamet tomei, maybe. And I'm okay. You're all right. Why? Because you have to burn it anyways. Now, when do you have to burn it? Maybe in an hour or two, whenever you have to burn it. But right now, it's probably also for me to, to eat this chametz midurabana. So I'm permitted to take all my chametz, my truma chametz, some of it is tar, some of it is tomei, put it in one big bag and throw it into the fire and burn it, even though I might be making my tar truma tomei, and that's a big no-no. from truma There's no comparison. You just brought me a raya from kachim. You brought me a raya from truma oil to chametz on Pesach. No, no comparison. The Gemara will explain all of it. Umoidim Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Shua, Rabbi Lezer and Yeshua have an argument somewhere else by Truma, and over here they say Shesorfim Zula Atzma Bezula Atzma. When it comes to Chametz, Erev Pesach, do not burn your Truma Tahira together with your Truma Tameya, the two separate fires. I don't want you combining them. Almenechliku. So where do they argue? If I have chametz, that's truma, that's tluya, we had this concept the other day, I don't know what it is. It's, it's hanging in midair. In other words, it could be it's tome, it could be it's tar. I saw a guy come close to it, the guy had COVID, he had tuma in his body, and I don't know if he touched it or not. Now, I'm not going to eat it, I don't want to get tome, COVID, so I put it on the side. It's, it's a suffolk, talik. And then I also have Tomei, 100% Tomei stuff. So those two, we have a machloikis. So that's a machloikis. Do I burn them separately or I can combine them? Says the Gemara. Mikhti asked the Gemara the obvious question. Basar Shenitma, now we're going back to this case. I don't think I saved this either. Problematic. Yeah. It was last second, Matzah Shabbos stuff. Vlad again. Vlad means a Rishon. You can see it here in the picture. Rishon equals Vlad. So, a piece of meat that became Tommy from this guy called a Rishon Vlad. What does he become? Ashani, you always go down one step. So if a piece of meat touches a reshine, it becomes a shani. In Gemara language, if it touches a vlad, it becomes a shani. Now, what, what are you burning? Here's the fire. What are you throwing it into? A piece of meat that touches the sherets directly, that's a reshine. So what's the big deal? If a piece of meat that's a shani touches a rishon, it goes nowhere. Nothing changed. Its status remains the same. It remains a shani. 
Because even if it wasn't anything and it touched this piece of meat, it would only turn into a shani. It's already a shani. Nothing could happen to him. My Abi Shani, Shani Vishani, who at the end of the day, so it's a Shani, big deal. My Moisivli Tumal Tumasiko. But the Mishnah said it's okay, even though you're adding Tumma. You're not adding anything. Omar Rav Yehuda, Hachabivlad Vladaskinon. Picture. There's two pieces of meat. The piece of meat that touched the bobblehead. Or the real guy became a shani. You're right. We're not talking about a shani. We're talking about a piece of meat that touched another piece of meat. The, the second piece of meat becomes a shlishi. It goes down one step. That's the chidosh. I could throw into the fire a shlishi, even though it's going to be touching a rishon. What's the rishon going to do to the shlishi? It's going to lift him up one level of tuma and make him a shani. And that's okay. That's what the Mishnah says, that's okay. I could take this bottom piece of meat that touched another piece of meat, so therefore it's a shlishi, and have them touch each other in the fire, the shlishi and the rishon, even though the shlishi will flip into a shani. And he holds, that's okay. You're allowed to take a shlishi and make it into a shani. Asks the Gemara just a basic, basic question in Tumah. The whole idea of we got a problem. A steak can't make another steak tummy. What could a steak make tummy? A steak can make a drink tummy. And a drink could make a steak tummy. But a drink cannot make another drink tummy. And a steak cannot make another steak tummy. Food cannot, cannot make food tummy. And a drink cannot make a drink tummy. They can make each other tummy. That's, asked, that's the Gemara's question. I told you, this is Gemara's, Shas's favorite suga, I think. This pasuk, you have a seed and you put water on it, so you put one of the Sheva Mashkim on it. Now it's susceptible to tumma. And then a nevela came after you put water on it and it touched it. Now the word who is an exclusion. It becomes tame. The food becomes tame. But food doesn't have the ability to make other food tame. Okay, so the Gemara just goes through the whole thing here. This is okay according to Abayi. Gemara is going to bring now two man the Amrim that say that when it comes to Truma or Kachim, you could make another level of Tuma. A steak could make another steak Tame. And if a steak can make another steak Tame, then the Sugi works because our mission is talking about Truma, our mission is talking about Kachim. Certainly Kachim. We're talking about Chanani's Ganakoyanim is talking about Kachim. So according to Abayu, this halacha that one steak cannot make another steak. One food cannot make another food. Chulen, regular food. Which our mission is talking about. So this, this hechetimtza of a steak making another steak. Works according to Abaye, no problem. And that's a tremendous chiddush. A steak that turned into a shlishi because it touched the sheni. Could go into a fire with a rishon. Even though in the fire they're going to touch each other. 
and the shlishi will turn into a shani. Now there's a machlokes in Rava. What Rava said? According to Rava Adar Rahava, he says the same same thing. He just adds truma to the no good side. Chulin and truma cannot make each other tame. But kachim, a sheni can make a shlishi. One food can make another food tame, and therefore that fits beautifully into our Mishnah. But according to another man, the Omar, in Rav himself, who is Ravina, he says the Torah was very specific. It doesn't matter what kind of food it is, regardless. Food cannot make another food. Salad won't make another salad tummy. And a drink won't make another drink tummy. The only way... The only thing that's different is that a drink will make food tummy and food will make a drink tummy. So what's going on in our Mishnah? Says the Gemara, Here we go. Same picture of Boisai, just added a little water. There was water on the steak when it became tummy from the dead mouse. And water could make a steak tummy. So when I threw this steak into the fire, it still had water on it. And the water is a reshine. A reshine can make another steak tummy. You're asking me, how did, it, how did it reach another level of tumma? Because it had water on it. We're not saying that the Meat is making it tummy. We're saying that the mashka is making it tummy. The liquid. Says the Gemara, but that doesn't fit so well into the Lashen. So why does it say the basar that became tummy ba'avatumah? So this, this picture might have to be switched up a little bit. Mashkin over here. So it should say that it has basar and mashkin. It doesn't say, it doesn't mention a word about liquids here. You're right. We have a passage that tells us that food is not metama other food. That's the chiddush. At the end of the day, Rabbanan don't allow it. They say steak makes steak tummy. So how could you throw Steak and steak into the into the fire when the Rabbanon say you can't do so. You're right, Midaraisa, nothing happens. But Rabbanon say something does happen. It does make it more tummy. So Midarabana, you shouldn't do it. And that's what the Mishnah comes to tell you. You're allowed to do it. Says Rebekiva. So what was the case? Here, let's try to find it. Here, here we go. Based on what we just said, Rabbi Hanina's Ganakoyanim, the same idea that applies to Kachim, says Rabbi Kiva, let's try it out with Truma oil. And that is, if a Tfulyoy Muzashani makes a Shlishi, touches the oil, so the oil becomes a Shlishi, otherwise known as Pasol, you could pour it into a Nair, and the Nair was touched by a avatuma, a guy that touched a dead body, 
he's an Av, and when the Av touches the candle, the candle turns into a Rishon, a Rishon will make this Shlishi into a Shani, and that's okay. Says Gemara, Michti, Shemen Shenif What's going on here? This Shemen, right over here, Shenif Sabbat my Havi, Shlishi. Rabbi, don't forget to buy your oil. Don't be like me. Four minutes before Licht Benchen, Hanukkah afternoon, running to the store, and they only have that inferior product. No, actually, whatever. That's exactly what Gary just said. That's exactly what Gary just said. Rabbi said, I have oil from last year. I was kidding. I have, I'm kidding. I have from last year. <laughs> no, you know what I do? I'm that cheap guy. I, t- I bought the ready-made one six years ago, and every year I fill in the ready-made ones, and I put the cover on it, and I pretend, I, I pretend I'm like, uh, I'm that rich guy that could afford the, I can't afford it. I just put, but it actually, no, I have a good riot because it's better oil. It, it's the... The other one didn't light so well. I put my, my wicks on it. Okay, fine. And then every year, at the end, I'm missing three. So I go and I buy another package and I say, but I'll use it next year. Kids, I could have just used the whole package. Right, we got enough from last year. So, I don't use that stuff. I, I, I have my own. By the way, this is really good stuff. I'll talk about it a different time. Those pipes that have little holes in them with good wicks, those are the way to go. So, this Tvul Yaim is a Shani, touches the oil that's a Shlishi, you're allowed to pour it into this piece of earthenware over here. Says the Gemara, what's going on? Michti Shemen Shinif Sabbat Tvul Yaim, Mayhavi Shlishi. Michi Madak Leben Ner Shinit Mabit Meimeis, Mayhavi Shani. Maikom Ashmalon, what's the big Chidush? Says the Gemara, Shlishi, Mutala Soisoi, Shani, Hainuach. Isn't that what we just learned? Well, it's not exactly what we just learned. Because we had a different shot now, uh, the Rabbanon. Okay, but based on what we learned before that, you're allowed to take a shlishi and turn it into a shani, it's not a problem. So, what did Rabbi Kiva add? Yeah, it's a nice chiddush, it's in Truma, but we learned that in Kachim as well, according to other Manda Amrims, and I don't know if that's a word, and we learned that you could take a shlishi and flip it into a shani, you could add a little bit of tumma to it in the fire, it's not the end of the world. So, then, so why did he add? Oh, so, so, so he added another case that's the same exact thing that instead of meat, he talked about oil, but it's the same idea. He took a shlishi, flipped into a shani. Listen to this beautiful terrace, says the Gemara. Om Rav Yehuda, hocha bener askinon. Wow. We're not talking about this guy. I don't know if I was once scammed. I walked, I, you know, I was one of those tourists before I moved to Israel and I was walking the old city with a, with a from guy, a tour guide, and he, he sold me one of these, like I don't remember, like for $500. It was straight from the base. I mean, she promised me whatever. I think on the bottom it said made in China. Lay it whatever. But what happened was he used a metal one. It's metal. So what, so what if it's metal? An unbelievable chiddush when it comes to metal. Look what it says over here. Metal, it says Avatuma. What's this guy? This guy is Avatuma. Why is he Avatuma? Because he touched a dead person. If metal touches anything, in other words, either an Av or Avia voice, the metal goes up all the way to what it touches. Metal that touches a human being that's alive who's an Av, the metal turns into Av. If the metal would touch the dead person, 
or turn to avi avaisatumo. It becomes like a dead person. It's a pasuk in the Torah. Let's see if I can find this Matzi Shabbos thing. I know it's very hard to find the the uh, the sponsors. Hold on. I know. Okay, fine. We're not going to look for it because it's Bidl Torah. Sponsor. We're turning the daf. Sponsored by Yoli from Lakewood. Lili Nishmas, his sister. I don't remember her name. From a something in Yibadul Chaim, Daiv something. Fine. And then Lili Nishmas, Kalman's father. Everybody knows his name, so I don't have to tell you his name. He's a war hero and a, and a whatever. And then Lili Nishmas, uh, so that was, uh, oh, did I say two Lili Nishmas in, in Yerli? No. There's another Lili Nishmas over there. And then we have the Fine family sponsoring Lerifur Shlema of Edel. That's all I remember. The mother-in-law Edel. Okay. Zog the Gemara. The Rachmana Omar. Let's turn to that. Yudalim Beis. Bachalal Cherev. Cherev the sword. Chalal the dead person. Cherev. Hareu Kichalal. The dead person has the same halacha. I'm sorry, the cherev has the same halach as a dead person. So metal, tremendous chiddush, goes up in a level of tumah. A, a, a sword will be just like the avatuma or just like the avatuma. The avalei avatuma. Because So let's think about this for a second. This oil in the bottle is a shlishi. Why? Once again, because it touched the sheni. A tvul yoyim, a guy that went to the mikvah and was waiting for Herev Shemesh for, for nightfall, is halachically a sheni when it comes to truma. This oil right here is truma, so it became a shlishi. goes down from a, he's a sheni, he makes a shlishi. The shlishi that touches this metal, the metal which touched the, the av, what's the metal now? It's an av itself. So what does the av turn the oil into? It, it turns it into a rishon. Ooh, that's, that's, that's really bad. It took a shlishi and brought him up two levels, not one, two. From a shlishi to a rishon. That's a huge chiddush that Rabbi Kiva says. We only learned that a shlishi flips into a sheni and that's okay. But now I'm telling you that a shlishi flips into a rishon. It goes up two levels of tumah. By, by pouring the oil into this metal, which this metal is an avat tumah, has the same halacha, the same tumah. Properties as a human being that touched the corpse, or even, I don't want to mix anybody up, but even like a sheritz itself, it's like touching a sheritz. So what would happen to this oil in the bottle? It will flip into one, one step less than an av, which is a rishon. And it's a shlishi. So it went from a shlishi to a rishon, which is a huge chiddush, and that's Rebbe Kiva's chiddush. says the Gemara, I have no idea what time it is. I don't know if I'm going right or wrong. Wow. I guess I only have three minutes to finish Talmud. Well, where did Rabbi Yehuda come up with this idea that we're talking about a metal piece? Let's just say that he's talking about earthenware. But, but how could you say that he's talking about earthenware? Oh, the Lohasam by Rabbi Hanino. Let's go back a second. Reb Chanina, Tomei Okay, this piece of meat is Tomei, 
And this piece of meat is Tomei. Why is it a Tomei? Because a Shani. A Shani can make a Shlishi. So it's still in the category of Tomei, not puzzle. I'm taking this piece of Tomei and this piece of Tomei and I'm throwing it into the oven. Into the fire. Biluhacha, puzzle the Tomei. Right? Oil is a Shlishi. Look what it says next to the Shlishi right over here. Shlishi equals puzzle. So it's a completely different case. I'm telling you, I'm taking a puzzle, throwing it into the Rishon, I'm, I'm upping it. I'm taking it away from a puzzle. Puzzle means it, it, it doesn't have any ability to make something else tummy. So it's very, very weak. So I'm going from puzzle and I'm going to make it tummy. Ah, so I stepped it up a level. That's a chiddush. Even if it's earthenware. So what forced Rabbi Yehuda to say that we're talking about metal? Oh my Rava, Masnis and Kshite, he had a big question in the Mishnah. And that's the obvious question. Look, the Mishnah says specifically, we're talking about a human being that touched a dead body. Why? There's two types of avatumas. There's, the other one is a sharet. Why does it mention anything about sharet? It should say, push the word tome. Tumasav. Why are you telling me how it became tumasav? Through a human corpse. There's other ways. It should say, Tomei, Av, and I'll figure it out. Maybe, maybe touch the sheret. No. It's specifically this case of a human being that touched a dead body. The only thing that makes an afkemina between this type of avatum and the other is metal. When it comes to metal, then it makes a difference if the metal touched a human being that touched a corpse or a corpse itself. But if metal touches a sheret, it doesn't become a sheret. Metal that touches halal, it has to touch a human corpse. Then it jumps up madregos. But if you have, you hear Yosef, my twin brother. If you have a piece of metal that touched a sheret, it doesn't become tummy like a sheret. So Mamela, that's why Rav Yudha said amazing. In the Mishnah it says specifically in this case, how? From the fact that the Mishnah said that the Avatuma became Tomei through a corpse, obviously the Mishnah was talking about metal there. Because otherwise there's no nafkamina between a corpse and a sheret. This is Machloikis. When you have Tuma through liquid, the fact that it's metama, other things, is that or the rice or only the rabbana. You see from here, the Rabbi Kiva holds that liquids, to be metama, others, is the rice. This is that of the rabbana. What's going on here? So, talking about going back to the mateches. Look, this oil is already a shlishi, it gained nothing. So, you see that it has the ability to up it and make it more Tomei. Says the Gemara, Maybe this Shlishi becomes a Rishon in order to be, make other things Tomei in a Dirabana. In other words, 
Yes, we're still talking about the Rabbanon. How do you know that Rabbi Kiva is talking about the Raisa? Maybe he's just saying, in a the Rabbanon, it became more Tame to make other things Tame. It's the Rabbanon Allah. Says the Gemara, well, I could prove it. Even the Rabbanon, if you're just talking Hilchas the Rabbanon here, so why are you mentioning that it became Tame through a Av? When it comes to the Rabbanon, I always make mashka. And where's that? Where's that page that you took away from me? You photos, Gershon. Gershon, I need that, that piece of paper, please. No, you didn't give it back to me. Oh, here, yeah. Thank you. Look what happens here. Mashka mid Rabbanon. You see this funny pipe that goes this way. When you have liquids, maybe I'll make it a little closer. When you have liquids, even a shlishi, it flips into a rishon. That's Allah the Rabbanon. If you were with us in Masech Shavas in the beginning, by Shemona Asar, the 18 halachas they enacted that night. So you know these halachas. The mashka has the ability to climb and make and become a rishon. Says the Gemara, if we're dealing with the Rabbanon, not the Eraisa, then there's no nafkemina, avatuma, not avatuma. Every mashka becomes a rishon. Mid Rabbanon. The Sna'a, we learned in the Mishnah. Anything that makes truma, tamei mashkim becomes a tchila, becomes a rishain. Chutz mitful yaim. Besides, a tful yaim, it's, it's, it's counterintuitive a little bit, but a tful yaim is a dairaisa. So you don't have to make special xeris on a dairaisa. He's so tamei that we don't have to enact and say, oh, he makes things even more tamei. The Rabbanon is so weak that they made these xeris that people shouldn't be mezalzal. They said, oh, the mashkim, the Rabbanon jumps up and becomes a rishon. You don't have to do that with the tfuliyayim. Therefore, chutz mitfuliyayim, a tfuliyayim doesn't make a rishon. So anyways, shma mino, elo shma mino deraisi. We're not talking about the Rabbanons here. We're talking about the deraisi. Nusogi. Omer Rebbe Meir medivreim lomadu. Says Rebbe Meir, from everything that we read in the Mishnah until this point, that you could burn two types of meat. Kachim, a higher tumma and a lower tumma together in a, in a fight. And Rabbi Akiva says you can take two types of, you can take oil that has very little tumma and pour it into a candle that has a lot of tumma. From there I learn halacha that chametz, every Pesach, I could burn together if it's truma that's tummy with truma that's tar, I put them together in a fire. Says the Gemara, the man, who is it? Who did he learn this from? The first part of the Mishnah, Rabbi Hanina Zgana Koyanim. That's talking about meat, or is it Rabbi Kiva who's talking about oil? What's the connection between chametz and meat? In the case of the meat, I don't care what level of tumet is, but they're both tummy. You agree that they're both tummy. This one touched the mouse, this one touched the person that touched the mouse, but they're both tummy. What's going on in chametz? One is 100% tar. 100% edible. One is tar, one is tamay. Take the two, throw it into the fire. What's the connection? Who said you could do that? I could take a tumma that's less tamay, more tamay, put it together in the fire. Great. But to say I could take truma that I could eat now and put it in the fire, mechtes. Hachotov tamay. Ve'elo medivirakiva. So what's better? Virakiva. Midami. Hasam. Pasul v'tamay. Over here, it's a sh- Okay, so it's a shlishi. But it's still tame. It's not called tame. It's called puzzle. But it's still, you can't eat it because of the tumah. 
and you're pouring it into something else that's Tame, great. So it's puzzle plus Tame, that's okay. You want to take truma, chametz truma that's 100% tar, and burn it in a fire and have it touch something that's tamay? Says the Gemara, name a kasavir be mayor, masnisim baava tumadur raiso. Uvlada tumadur abonon. So, this guy says the Gemara perhaps is only tamay midur abonon. It's Tommy the Rabbon. This touched the Sheretz. This guy, for whatever reason, he's only Tommy Mid Rabbonon. He has a very weak Tumma to begin with. So, whatever this the Rabbonon guy touches, this piece of meat, is 100% Tahar. Top of that what? And here we finish off the sugi for tonight. This guy is a derabbanon. He touches a piece of meat. It's a hundred percent midirayis atar, but midirabbanon it's tamei. So too in our case, where in one hour from now you have to burn the chametz. So rabbanon, as we learned in the Mishnah, we had a whole machloikis. How far before streifas chametz do you have to remove yourself from the chametz? What well, Mandarma says, we have Machlech, we have right? Is it one hour, two hours, true or not? But with the Rabbanon, you have to give it a buffer, at least one hour. Uh, so during that one hour, it's also for you to eat that truma, even though it's tahar. So that's the chizr I can throw into the fire together with truma that's tahar. Because with the Rabbanon, in this case, this piece of meat is also awesome with the Rabbanon. And I'm throwing it into a fire with a very, very tahar piece of meat. And this tame piece of meat is going to make this more tame, because it's barely tame. But the rice is not tame; it's only tame the rabbanon. So from that, from that, Reb Chanina is going to I learned, says Reb Meir, that I could put into the fire. I could take chametz that I could eat midiraisa, but rabbanon said don't eat it, and throw it into the fire together with chametz that I'm not allowed to eat midiraisa. Have a wonderful week, and I'll see you Bezer Hashem in just what is it, eleven hours or so. Continue on with amazing sugyas of Tuma and Tahara. Agutavach. Agutavach, Agutavach. Shkoyach, Shkoyach. Was it that tough, Rabbi Isai? Was it that tough? Agutavach, Agutavach. What did you say? It was only 39 minutes for real? I don't see who's talking. Oh, Issy! How are you? Oh, no, that's Ellie Levy. Sorry. Ellie Levy. I thought I saw, I thought I saw somebody else. Good morning. Yeah? Yishkoyach. David, oh, David Laker, Locker, I forgot already. Oh, yeah, 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 what is it? Laker. I said Laker the first time or not? When, I, when, you, when you sponsored the shear? Yeah. It's, it's like the LA basketball. Yeah, okay. I figured, okay. Excellent, excellent. What? 
But he's not on. He's not on now. Yeah, that's right. We should have said in the meeting. Well, we'll say tomorrow. I think you'll appreciate it tomorrow. Remind me, maybe. Agudavach, agudavach. Gary, say say goodbye to everybody. I think from tonight, from tonight on, we'll just do it seven fifteen because it's getting later.